Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Welcome to the Transformational Soul Show with your host, Ruth Saltman. Are you ready to experience more stability in your life? You can change your life and be who you are meant to be. Your authentic self. Well, hello, everybody. My name is Ruth Saltman, and welcome to the Transformational Soul. Um, I want to welcome you if you're tuning in for the first time, and welcome back if you've been here before. Hello, Jill. Nice to see you. Thank you so much for your super sticker. I really appreciate that. Um, you know, if this, this is your first time here, you will find a very amazing spiritual family here. Um, I want to say hello to everybody over there on Rumble watching. I'm so glad everybody could join us tonight. So I'd like you all to just take a few deep breaths and let's just relax a little bit. So let's take a deep breath in and let it out and relax. And let's take another one. Let it out and relax. And one more. As we gather together here, we ask for our spiritual tribes to come in and to form a sacred circle around us. We ask for all of the angels and archangels, all of our guides and angels, our healing angels, our higher selves, and all of our ancestors that have gone before to join with us now. We ask our spiritual tribe to wrap the sacred circle in a beautiful light-filled bubble of the highest vibrations of love, light, and healing. 
We ask that we be open to all the messages that we receive and that we receive them with a love-filled heart and an open mind. We ask that they help us to heal and be for our highest and best good. We ask that we hear exactly what we need to hear and that we feel it at our very core. We ask that all the messages be given and received with the highest vibration of love and light. And so it is. Hello, Joyce. It's so good to see you. I have a few announcements before we get going. On this Saturday, April 9th, I hope you can join us for the Spiritual Message Circle. For a donation of $10 or more, you get to get a message from each one of us that's on the panel that night. <clears throat> it's always a fun, fun show. So I really hope you can tune in. And that's at 8 p.m. Eastern. And I'd like to welcome you to check out my website, ruthsaltman.com. <clears throat> you can find out more about my services there and also any upcoming releases or events. I want to thank those of you who sent in their testimonials for our shows and show hosts. Thank you, Sarah, Kim, Marsha, and Maureen. Thank you so much. We really appreciate it. Um, if you would like to show your gratitude to Goldilocks Productions, you can send your testimonial to our producer, Tiffany White, Sagewoman, and Tiffany will put her email address up there for that. Hello, Devin. Nice to see you here tonight. All right. <clears throat> and <clears throat> for those of you that don't know, a lot of us have been talking about this wonderful magnitude jewelry. Um, <clears throat> and then there is another jewelry party going on. So if you'd like to get in that group, then let Tiffany know. Um, this jewelry is amazing. It helps protect you against EMFs. Um, if you purchase through the party, there's um, some perks that you don't get otherwise. And they also do giveaways. So that's a lot of fun. I actually won last month. I won a chain. So I was really excited about that. I want to thank everybody for all the wonderful birthday messages and wishes. I'm very grateful to each and every one of you. I'm still catching up on them. But since Monday was my birthday, I am going to be doing a giveaway today. So sometime during the show, I'm going to be giving away um, my latest book, The ABCs of Self-Healing. And there, Tiffany put the email up there for the testimonials. Thank you, Tiffany. She is always on it. I love that. Um, <clears throat> so the Words of Wisdom segment... It gives you the opportunity to come live with me and to tell your story, to own your story. Your story will inspire others and it will motivate someone else. Next week, April 13th, Heidi Petey is going to be here to own her story. If you would like to come on and tell yours, then you can message me on Facebook or you can email me at Ruth at RuthSaltman.com. <clears throat> now, I've mentioned to you guys a couple of times about that I was designing a couple of decks of cards. And the first deck are my I Am Manifestation cards. So a couple of years ago, back in 2020, I was in a Facebook group. And I met some amazing people there. And there's several of them that, that watch this show. Um, so we were posting daily affirmations. And it took me a while to really get in the groove 
the ones I did, I made them like very specific because, you know, I'm always talking about that crystal clear intentions and be specific about what you want. So then I started thinking to myself, never said anything, about how cool it would be to make some affirmation cards. So I had that in the back of my head. Then one of my friends from the group just randomly messaged me one day and said, you should make affirmation cards. I love those affirmations. They're so powerful. And I said, boom, there's my validation. There's my confirmation. So <clears throat> I started writing, you know, the affirmations back then. And last year I started designing them. So thank you to Jan Rain, who was that little birdie whispering in my ear. But last week I actually got them. So I'm going to share that with you. This is what the outside looks like. And it says, I am manifestation cards. And there are 35 affirmations, but there's also three cards with like instructions and stuff. Um, but just to give you an idea on what they sound like, it's, this is how it looks on the back. And this is just an example of one. I am giving myself permission to accept and allow all the good that is coming to me. I deserve it. I am worthy. So there's 35 of those type of affirmations in there. Well, thank you for asking, Tiffany. That was next in my uh, notes here. Um, so I'm still trying to work out, figuring out how to do the shipping from my website. So if anyone would be interested in ordering the cards, you can just message me and I will send you an invoice. Because what I'll have to do is figure out the shipping and all that. But um, they come shrink wrapped. They come shrink wrapped, and then um, I, I used this. I substituted this organza bag, but I actually have one coming that's the color of the lotus. So I thought that would be so much prettier. And um, they will. They are available for purchase. I have. After I I got them, I went through them like you would not believe how many times I proofread stuff. But then after I got them, I went through and looked at every single thing, every single letter of every single word, making sure everything was correct. And I do see a couple of things I want to change, but that's just a, a click of the computer because, you know, it's already uploaded and everything. But, um, you know, you can begin to order those now. Um, they will be available for purchase for $29.99. And then once I figure out how to calculate the shipping, then I'm going to post them on my website and they can be ordered from there. But until then, you can just order them directly from me. Now, my next deck, the transformation cards, which <clears throat> Laura's the one that told me about those um, when she did a reading for me, Laura Romero, they're going to be available soon. <clears throat> I will keep you posted. I just want to get them and check them out first. So another funny story. So <clears throat> what I've been guided to talk about tonight is acceptance and... Um, change. Well, let me get to some messages here first before I get going. Okay. Hello, Joyce. Oh, Jill says, I promise to do my testimonials, Ruth. I believe you, Jill. All in divine timing. Hello, Stoney. Nice to see you here. Oh, I love the Lotus too. And you know what? Look at this. It's very similar to this. It's not the same picture, but it's somewhat similar. Not the same flower, but... Um, I just thought it was kind of neat because I realized today the self-healing book and then the, the manifest, the 
affirmations, the affirmations are going to help you to um, remove some of those blocks that you might have to manifesting. And that's all part of self-healing. So I thought it was kind of cool that that all, you know, correlated together. And I didn't even, you know, do it on purpose. Hi, Heather. So good to see you. Another funny story that happened. So when I was writing out some notes today of different information I was getting about acceptance, um, I wrote down a few things. And then I went to my book, Metamorphosis, that talked about change. Well, was right before the show, literally minutes before the show, I was getting my book out that I was going to give away today. And I saw one of my other books here, and I just happened to open it. The page I opened it to is all about acceptance. I just thought that was really interesting. So we're going to talk about that. And, oh, thank you, Joyce. Joyce said they're beautiful, a wonderful idea. I'm pretty excited. They, I have to say they looked a, lot, a bit different on the computer when they printed out or however they make them. I don't even know. But they look 100 times better than I even imagined that they would. So I was really satisfied with that. Um, you know, sometimes when things happen in your life, you know, you immediately assign it. It's a good, it's something good. It's something bad, but that's just our human mind, right? Because everything that happens, it happens for our best and highest good, no matter what it is. So what if instead, you know, we just accept that, accept that it just, it's happening for our best and highest good. What if we receive that information or that situation through the eyes of love? Things only have the meanings that we give to them. Um, and, you know, what about, like, some of us may know people that are extremely annoying or they just rub us the wrong way. Um, surround them in beautiful white light. You know, send them loving, healing wishes. If they're annoying you, they're triggering you. And you need to look inside and figure out why. Where do you need healing that this is something that triggers you? Um, basically we all want the same thing, right? We want to be loved and we want to be accepted for who we are. And maybe you're good accepting other people, but not so much, you know, with yourself. Most of us have things we don't particularly like about ourselves. Um, but it's so much better to be yourself than to be, pretend to be someone that you're not. Um, okay. So for example, let's like, look at people that have plastic surgery. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm not saying don't do it. It's a personal choice. However, you know, society tells us that women need to be young and beautiful to be attractive. Um, you know, society tells us that we need to look a certain way. And, you know, just remember that changing your that much of your appearance to where you're not even recognizable anymore you know, after a procedure, it's not going to change who you are because who you are is on the inside. It's just changing what you look like, right? Um, now, look at people that, that have to hide their sexuality because people don't accept it. They pretend to be someone they're not. Many times they don't even accept that part of themselves because society has taught them that it's not right or correct. Someone's sexuality is nobody's business except for the person that they're with. Um, no one, no one should pretend or have to pretend or feel like they have to pretend to be someone that they're not. 
Hello, Sarah. Nice to see you. So think about this. Okay. So if you met someone that you, you know, you were interested in, wanted to get to know, and you were just putting up this facade. Um, and after a while, like you made up this whole person that you are, you said you like things that you don't like, etc. Um, and then they decide they really like you. What's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen when they find out that the person that they thought you were isn't even who you are. Um, don't change who you are to please someone else. You know, of course, we always present ourselves in a in a good light or a, our best light, you know, in the beginning of a new relationship. We want to impress people. You know, I get that. But that's not what I'm talking about. I've known people like this. They are like chameleons. I kid you not. They change themselves for the person they're with. They'll change the way they dress. They'll change their hairstyle. They will change what things they like to do based on what that person likes to do. And then you totally lose your identity if you even knew who you were in the, in the first place. They don't really know themselves and they're not comfortable with being themselves. So they just to pretend to be what the other person wants. When the truth starts showing up, those relationships end. You can't build a solid relationship on lies because it's going to crumble. And who wants to keep up a lie? Once you tell a lie, you have to continuously lie to cover up the first lie, right? <clears throat> we need to accept ourselves for everything that we are. We need to accept others for everything that they are. No one should live in fear of their truth or of living their truth. And as you peel away the layers of who you are not, you'll begin to see yourself for who you really are. Accept everything about you. Love everything about you. And I like that I ran across this chapter on acceptance because I'm going to read you a little bit of this. This is from the ABCs of Unconditional Love. And it says, you have the right to live your life the way you choose to do so. You get to choose what is best for you. You make that decision for yourself. No one else has the right to do that for you. You just, just as you do not have the right to do that for someone else, to decide what is best for others. That is their choice and their choice alone. It's got, it has nothing to do with you or your opinions. So ask yourself a few questions. Are you accepting of others? Are you accepting of yourself? How would your life change if you decided to accept things, others, and yourself instead of trying to control them? What changes can you make in your life or in yourself to be more accepting? And, you know, if we really give a lot of thought to this, we're going to, you know, find there's probably a lot more things than we really thought was even there. Acceptance comes from the spiritual part of you. Control, on the other hand, is operated by your ego self. As you go through your awakening process, your ego will fade away and your spirit will step to the forefront. Many people use the term tolerate instead of acceptance. Tolerate feels like a very heavy negative word to me. <clears throat> Do you really want to be tolerated or would you rather be accepted for who you are? I think everyone would rather be accepted. Nobody wants to feel like someone's just putting up with them because they have to. <clears throat> Are there people in your life that you feel tolerate you? How does that make you feel? Are there people in your life that you merely tolerate? 
Why do you tolerate them instead of accepting who they are? You do not have to like everyone or the choices they make, but that, but does that give you any right or authority to judge them or their choices? How do you feel when other people judge you? You make decisions based on your perspective, how you see things. Other people do not see things exactly as you do, as their life experiences have been different than your life experiences. Do you want to be accepted for who you are? Do you accept yourself? Um, something just came to me while I was reading that, and then, of course, it just left, so I don't remember what it was. Oh, Sarah, thank you. Sarah says, love this. Great information. But when it comes to being accepting, I mean, we have to just be accepting of everyone. Um, let's see if I can jog my mind here a little bit. I don't know. Okay, well, I don't remember what it was I was going to tell you about that. But, you know, acceptance is very important. And, you know, we'll find as part of our growth that we will move more from merely tolerating people to accepting people. And, you know, if you want to be accepted for, you know, exactly who you are, um, you have to accept other people. You can't expect them to do something for you that you're not willing to do for them, correct? And change, so many people are very fearful of change. Sarah says, I really like how that book really makes you think and dig deep. Well, thank you, Sarah. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. And it's so funny because I was, like, I didn't even realize that chapter was there. And, like, as I was writing my books, and I'd get, like, all this information coming through me, through me, through me. Um, after I wrote it, it's kind of like I forgot about it. It's kind of like when you do a reading and, you know, you forget. Like, after the show, you forget what you read um, for people. And it's kind of like that. So when I go back and read it, it's like, wow, this is like new information, even though it isn't. It's a very strange feeling. But I am just really love how I just accidentally ran across it. Um, but so many people are fearful of change. They like everything to stay the same. They like their daily routine. They don't like to mix it up at all. And change is very unsettling for them, very scary for them. But, you know, change is inevitable. Um, I understand some people that can fear it because, you know, when things change, you don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of like a fear of the unknown because you're leaping into this unknown territory and it can be a little daunting. You don't want to do anything different, yet you want specific outcomes that you're not getting by doing what you are doing. So something's got to give, right? If you want to get a different result, you're going to have to um, do something different. You can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. That does not happen. Um, but change is inevitable. Change is what keeps you from stagnating. If it were not for change, you, we, you would never move forward in life. We would never have a lot of the modern conveniences that we have. If it wasn't for change, you know, we wouldn't be driving around in cars or watching TV or um, wouldn't have computers. But all that is change, growth, and evolution. 
Change always happens, always happens, whether you want it to or not. You can accept it or you can fight it all the way. In the end, it always wins. So the process would be much easier if you could just go with the flow. Just go with the flow instead of trying to swim upstream. It's so much easier when you just let yourself go, relax, and just, you know, follow the way it goes. You know, go with the flow. Most fish go with the flow of the stream. That's the easy route. Going against the current is tough. Even the strong ones do not always survive. Life can be difficult enough without going against the current. Accept change. Embrace it. You do not have to like it or even approve of it. Just accept it and let it be. It is going to happen regardless of whether you give it permission to or not. So make yourself more comfortable and a bit happier. Just let change happen. There's not a whole lot you can do to stop it anyway. Hi, Sam, Sam. Nice to see you. Devin says, change is good, is good. Growth is better. That's very, I love, very well put. Very well put. And, you know, change is not easy. In fact, many people do whatever they can to avoid it. Why would you want everything to stay the same? I mean, that's boring. And it makes for a very stagnant environment. Whether you realize it or not, change does happen with or without your blessing. It is up to you to accept it and go with the flow or resist it. You, o you only make yourself miserable when you resist it. You just have to adjust your perspective and learn to see it differently. Change is a new opportunity for growth. Yep, Sam, Sam's right. Change is inevitable. And, you know, I love that. You have to, like, when you try to resist change, you do make yourself very unhappy and very miserable. And when you resist it, it's like because you're trying to control the situation. You're trying to make it something that it's not. And that never works. Life is full of changes and decisions. Decisions that you make create changes in your world and have a ripple effect that expands outward. The decision to take a new job, to move across the country, or even follow a dream will create changes you cannot even fathom. There will be a ripple effect. Many new things will occur. New people will come in and go out of your life. You will have new experiences that will create more change. Every choice you make creates a change in circumstances. Everything happens for a reason and everything happens the way it's supposed to. When you make a decision to make a change and you start putting that change, you know, to work, um, you change the energy around you. And when you change that energy around you, you're going to have that ripple effect. It's going to affect all these different areas of your life. Just It can happen with just one small decision. Think of all the decisions you make in a day. Hello, um, Veronica. You're not late. You're right on time. Hi, Robin. Robin's here. Sam Sam said, question is if you control the change or the change controls you. Yeah, the question is if you control the change or the change controls you. So... If someone, okay, here's another example. If someone likes you or they don't, it doesn't matter. The important thing is how you feel about yourself. When you reach this place of not, 
you know, giving a crap what anybody else thinks of you. And you just, you know, you know the truth, you know who you are and whatever anybody else thinks, that's their perspective. They're seeing that through their, you know, tinted lens. Um, but when you get to that place and you no longer care what other people think of you, you will feel absolute freedom. Absolute freedom. It's very empowering. Um, when I was younger, I used to, you know, I think I probably was like that. I don't really specifically remember. I don't remember being one of those people who would go along with what my friends were doing just because I wanted them to like me or anything. I always feel like, you know, I was kind of myself and I didn't, you know, I didn't listen to, you know, the music that like other people my age are listening to. I listened to what I liked and I really didn't care what anybody thought about that. Um, but that's just one example. But a lot of people, let me see. Um, um, I know a lot of people as older adults who were very concerned about what other people thought of them. And I feel, you know, a little frustrated by that because I know when you release that, when you release having to have approval of others or, you know, having to have everybody like you, it does give you a real sense of freedom and it gives you a real sense of knowing who you are and no one can shake that. No one. You don't have to pretend to be something that you're not. You don't have to pretend to like something that you don't. It gives you so much freedom. Hello, Heidi. Heidi says, let's see. Okay. She says, feel like if someone doesn't accept me, that's okay. I won't take it personally. And you shouldn't take it personally because anything that anybody says or does, you know, to you, says to you or does to you, it's not at all about you. It's about them. Sometimes maybe something you, you know, they might see in you might trigger something in them, you know, that they don't like about themselves or, you know, something that they have not healed and that triggers them and then they, they lash out. So never take it personally. Veronica says it's liberating. Yes, it is. Joy says, I find that as change takes place, I find more of myself each time. Oh, that's wonderful. Wonderful, 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 Joyce. I love that. It is liberating and it's very empowering. It's empowering when you know who you are. You know what you want. Um, and you stand strong in that no matter what. The only person that you can change is yourself. No matter how hard you try, you cannot change anyone else. That is up to them, and that is their journey. Now, how many people here can honestly say that when they were young, that they didn't get into a relationship thinking, I can change that person? We've, I'm sure we've all done that. You know, different things, we, we think we can mold them and, you know, change them into what we want them to be but it does not work that way um, you can assist others and you can offer information or guidance but you cannot force someone to change what you can do is offer your love and support it took me a long time to understand that because i was always like a helper i always wanted to help people um but once i understood that 
everything fell into perspective and I'm much happier and content. Um, but a lot of times people will say, I want to change, you know, can you help me with this or whatever? And you do. And then you see that, you no, know, they're, they're still, they're happy staying where they are. And a lot of times people don't want to change because they're very comfortable where they are, you know, and stepping out of that comfort zone can be really scary and frightening because you don't know what's waiting out there. But I can tell you that just the act of stepping beyond your comfort zone, it's going to be a million times better than where you, when, where you're at when you started. Because there's something about the action of taking that step, moving yourself out of where you're comfortable. It just expands everything. Everything. Okay, let's see. So, one way that you can make change in your life to where it's not so maybe abrupt Um is to devise a plan. Do it in stages. If change terrifies you, do it in baby steps. Um, you know, then you can make the changes very gradually instead of all at one time. Now, of course, you know, life throws change at us all the time. The easiest way to deal with, the, with that is to just go with the flow. Just be accepting and know that you know, what's coming is for your best and highest good and that it's supposed to happen that way. Sarah said, stepping out of your comfort zone is scary, but so worth it. Yes, it is. Veronica said, I used to be terrified of change. Even the word made me tense up. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I'm glad that it doesn't anymore, Veronica. What's scarier, though? you know, to make some changes in your life and move forward or to not make any changes and stay exactly where you are forever. You know, there would be no growth. There'd be no expansion. There would be no uh, moving forward. You, it'd be like being stuck in quicksand. And, you know, that's not going to help you at all. Many things happen during our lifetime. Changes are constantly occurring. Some changes, such as marriage or a baby or a new job opportunity, are welcomed. Others, such as divorce, illness, or a loss of a loved one, are much dreaded. One thing is for sure, change is inevitable. You can either accept it or you can fight it all the way. But you get to choose. You get to choose if you're going to accept it. I know this is like one thing with um, when a loved one um, transitions. And the grief that you feel, you know, it takes a while for you to, in your mind, actually accept what happened because it comes as such a shock. And, you know, sometimes people will be in denial. Sometimes, um, you know, I know there's supposed to be like so many stages of grief. I don't know what they are. I don't, you know, I don't claim to. But I don't claim to be an expert. All I can do is speak from my own experience. And um, grief can keep you in that quicksand as well. It can keep you stuck and not wanting to move forward. So you have to work through that. And I know we've talked about that a lot of times. But for whatever reason, I just feel it's really, really important um, to say it again. 
Okay, so he says, before he passed away, my life coach, Kevin Robinson, did a TED Talk on exactly that. Stepping out of the comfort zone. Very worth looking into. He did an amazing job. Oh, that's awesome. I'll have to check that out. Heather says, the biggest change I had to face was my divorce. That turned out to be the best thing that ever happened, which taught me to embrace the change. The sooner you accept it, the better it will be. Very good advice, Heather. The sooner you accept it, the better it will be. Because, you know, most of the time it's going to happen anyway. Embrace, I embrace change, Heidi says. Awesome. And, you know, there's not a whole lot you can do to stop it, right? But I really feel like a lot of times some of these experiences that get just thrown at us and we get bombarded um, are things we signed up for ahead of time before we came here and to teach us whatever lessons we came here to learn. So sometimes when I feel a little overwhelmed and I think, you know, why, why is this happening? I, I kind of think that too. I think, well, you know what, somewhere this must be in my soul contract because I'm learning a huge lesson from this deal. And it, and whatever experience I've gone through, um, whether I felt it was positive or negative at the time, there's always been a lesson. So it's always helped me to grow. And when you can look at it that way as a growth opportunity or an expansion opportunity or, you know, to help you evolve, ooh, excuse me, it can really help you to work through it and to accept it easier. Okay, let's see. And, you know, don't forget, you know, when things like that happen, when those things happen, they're happening for your best and highest good. Everything is. That's how we grow on every level. That's how we evolve. And all of those experiences teach us, teach us lessons, and they help us to remember who we are. Um, so don't be afraid of change. Change is a really good thing. It may not feel like it in the beginning or while you're going through it, but once you get through it and you look back, you'll see what an amazing opportunity it was for you to learn and to grow and to become more of who you really are. Because we're all, you know, working on that. We're all... <clears throat> Heidi says, I believe in soul contracts. That gets me through my tough times. Exactly. It does me too. Absolutely. You know, sometimes you see, and I hope this comes out the right way, <clears throat> but sometimes you see like experiences with large groups of people and, you know, there'll be some kind of what they call a tragedy and it will impact like probably millions of people across the world as far as when they hear about it, you know, it shakes them to their core. And I've often thought that, you know, wow, these people came here with this contract, knowing this to help all of us to grow from this experience. And when you hear of like things that we would call, you know, just horrible tragedies or horrible situations, you know, if you kind of think of it 
as if you look at it and look at what positive things come out of it, because there's always stuff that does. Um, it can really help you get through those situations because there's so much stuff going on in the world at all times, not just now. But I'm, I mean, even when I was a kid, I remember, you know, there was always like these big major world events that it hasn't changed. Maybe there's more now. Maybe they're more detailed. I know the information is more detailed now that we have social media and, you know, we can have news in an instant. But, you know, think about things like that. Try to see the silver lining. Devin says, I take every day as it comes with a positive outlook. Change what I can and let myself grow in spirit. That's beautiful, Devin. Beautiful. Veronica says, yes, self-healing has shown me that events that have happened in the past, however bad, have actually been very helpful lessons. See, you can turn it around and see that in a situation. Now, you can't really see that when you're going through it. When you're going through, like, maybe it's a really painful breakup. And, you know, you are just in a place where you're not going to be able to acknowledge anything like that. All, you, you're in that place where you feel like, all this, why did they do this to me? Why did they do that to me? And you can't see, you can't see it from the outside. But once you heal that, you can look at that situation from the outside and look in and you'll have a totally different perspective on it. You'll be able to see what that relationship taught you. You'll be able to see how it helped you to grow and change and, you know, peel away more of those layers to re to remember who you are. And that's a beautiful thing. Now you could go out of that relationship and be just totally angry the rest of your life. But if you do the healing work, that's not what's going to happen. You're going to see the message. You're going to see the lesson. And you're going to see the blessing. And then when you get into your next relationship, it's going to show you even more the things that you really want, you know, from a partner. So they're all opportunities for growth, no matter how they may feel when they're happening. But I'll tell you, if you can look at it when it's going on and you can say, wow, what am I supposed to learn from this? And you can actually see that, that's huge. It's huge if you can see that, you know, while you're going through it. Because most people can only see that once it's over with and they look back. And sometimes I don't mean you look back a month later. Sometimes it's years. And people will carry that around with them, you know, the anger and all of that for years. And the longer you carry it, you know, the harder it is to heal it. I really believe that. I really do because you'll let it eat away at you, you know, like a disease. You'll let it just eat at you and not at you and bother you. And it's going to come up in your life in other relationships may not be the same exact situation, but it's going to make you feel exactly the same, the same way as the other relationship did. Then what's going to happen? You're going to lash out at that person. It's not their fault. They're triggering you because that's something you need to heal. Hello, Melissa. Nice to see you. Glad you could be here. So I'm going to take a minute real quick here and do my giveaway. As soon as, oh, there's my number. We're just going to pick a number from, and it's, this is what I'm giving away this week, and this is for my birthday week. So figured I would give you guys a gift. Um, so I'm 
you can pick a number between 1 and 20. And whoever guesses the number, it's going to be the first one that comes into the studio. Because it may look different from where you are, because some of you are on um, Rumble, some are on YouTube, and some are on Facebook. Jill guessed 13. No, not 13. Let's, I'll give you guys a couple of minutes here. I know this is so funny. I have to keep looking at my number. <laughs> a brilliant book. I'm loving it. Oh, Veronica, I'm so happy to hear you say that. Jill said six. No, not six. 13, 7, 12. Not yet. Keep going, guys. Joyce said 16. No. Heidi said 11. No, ma'am. Nope. Devin guessed 11, too. I'm really glad to hear that, Veronica. 18, 18. Oh, look at that. Two people guessed 18 right at the same time, but it's not correct. Sorry. 17, 6. Oh, you guys are getting close here. So it's not 18, 17, no, 17. All right, I'll give you guys a clue. Heidi said seven, Jill said 10, no, three, no, 19. I'll give you a clue though, it's an odd number. And if anybody remembers a long time ago, long, long time ago, we were talking about numbers one time on my show. And Devin, you got it, it's five. Let's see if we can show it. Well, doggone, there it is. Okay. Um, and I had said that my favorite numbers were odd numbers. I don't know why that is, but I've always liked odd numbers. So, Devin, it's yours. Oh, so, congratulations. I'm excited for you. So, <laughs> change. Sam, Sam. Oh. Now, for any of you, because I know, I know there's a couple people out there that I've heard talk about this, and I'm not going to call anyone out or anything, but I just want to mention this. This book, The ABCs of Forgiveness, is really good if you are working on forgiveness issues, whether it's forgiving other people or forgiving yourself. So I just want to put that out there. It talks about anger and blame, um, healing, triggers, um, the power of forgiveness. You're very welcome, Devin. Very welcome. And it talks a lot about a lot of different, you know, facets of, of forgiving. So I'm just going to put this up here again so that if you are working on forgiveness, and forgiveness can be a hard thing to work on. It can be a hard thing to do because we have to let go of so much stuff. Sarah said, I need to get reading that one. <laughs> um, yes, you do, Sarah. Um, but, you know, forgiveness, that's something we hold on to. The unforgivingness we hold on to. And we hold that in such a deep place that, you know, sometimes it takes a lot of things to happen to bring that up to the surface for us to heal it. 
Veronica says, I highly recommend that book as well. That one helped me bunches. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that, Veronica. I am so happy to hear that. Thank you for saying that. Um, but there's a great forgiveness exercise in there. And it can really help you release it. It did. That's what it did for me. Is it helped me to release, you know, the anger that I felt towards people, the, um, the anxiety of situ certain situations when you would think about those people. Um, <clears throat> Veronica said, I managed to forgive myself, which was huge. Good for you, Veronica. And you know, sometimes it's so much harder to forgive ourselves. So much harder. Um, <clears throat> so I am so happy for you. You are doing so much healing work. Bravo. But the, the forgiveness exercise um, you know, it, it helped me to get rid of anger towards pe certain people or situations. It helped me to see it from a different perspective, from a place of love. And that changed everything for me, you know, turning it around. And same thing with myself. You know, I've done things in my life, as we all have, that, you know, so I used to sit and think, oh, my gosh, why on earth did I do that? I must have been, you know, I don't know, but. Um, I used to, you know, and you think about that with different situations and different things you do. And a lot of times we do these, these silly things when we're young. Um, but you know, I don't want to, don't ever think of it as a regret because you learn something from it. Like some of those situations that I've had to heal from being the person I am now compared to the person I was then, I would not be in that situation now. Because I wouldn't put myself there because I love myself so much more, you know, than I like, I thought I loved myself back then, but you know, when you're young and you don't know who you are, you, um, get yourself into situations that, um, can teach you really quick to grow up, can teach you really quick what you don't want in a relationship or in your life. And... <clears throat> When you're really long, young like that, you see things totally different from a total different perspective because you don't have much life experience. You haven't gone through a lot of things. So, you know, somebody can tell you something and oh, you just believe them because why would they lie? But then as you, you know, get older and stuff, you, you can see and you can feel it too. You can tell when someone's being authentic with you. You can tell if they're, you know, just full of crap. And it's, it's so much easier to live your life through that lens than when you're young and I guess gullible and vulnerable and you, you know, you, most people, most young people, you know, they think they know everything and, you know, we've all been there. Um, Sarah said, I did start my forgiveness healing journal this week. Woohoo. That's exciting, Sarah. I'm excited to see how that goes for you. That was um, very eye-opening for me, very. Because not only, but because, well, what I was getting at before is sometimes, you know, when you're younger and you do things and then they bother you throughout your life. You're like, why would I have done that? That's not at all who I am. Well, you know what? That's who you were then. That's who you were then before you did all this growing, before you did all this healing, before you did all this awakening and changing. So you can't ever feel like, 
Um, you can't beat yourself up over something you did before because you were a different person then. Would you do those same things now? Probably not because you've grown from that. And, you know, you've expanded and you're such a different person now. So if you were presented with that same situation, I'm pretty sure you're going to make some different choices than you did that. So healing or forgiving yourself can be a lot more difficult than forgiving someone else. Of course, it's going to depend on the situation and how you feel. And, you know, if you feel like that person really, really hurt you. And I've always heard before that nobody can hurt you or um, treat you badly, I guess, unless you let them. And I used to think that's ridiculous. Who on earth would let somebody treat them that way? But we do. And we do that because we don't know who we are. Because we're so eager to please others and to... Um, have someone, you know, love us or, you know, whatever your situation may be. So we let people walk all over us because we don't love ourselves enough to say, don't do that. And if you told, you know, if you were in a situation like that and you just said, that's it, you know, I'm not, this is not what I want, that you're not doing this to me. You cannot talk to me that way. It will change something. I'm not saying that that, you know, that person is go, whatever they're going through, obviously they need some healing, but, um, doing your own healing, that's going to raise your vibration. It's going to change who you are. And people, you know, with that lower vibration are not even going to be drawn into your orbit at all. And you're going to have like a whole new group of people that are going to be, um, coming into your circle, coming into your life. And the more you grow, the more that that expands. Look at all of us here. We're all here for a reason, right? We're all growing and expanding together. Um, you know, we've got a wonderful um, vibration here. We've got so much love here. Hello, Richard. So nice to see you. So nice to see you. Um, we've got a wonderful spiritual family here and all, all of these people at Goldilocks Productions are so amazing. So amazing. Um, and we're all drawn together for a reason, for a common reason. We're all drawn together because we want to make this world a better place. You know, we want to spread love. We want to spread positive messages. We want to share, you know, messages from the angels, from spirit, from deceased loved ones. And all of that, you know, helps to comfort us and to help us grow, doesn't it? Um, you know, if you when you get a message from someone who is, who is crossed over that you're missing terribly, and they might say something to you that is so specific that, I mean, it just practically, you know, knocks your socks off. Well, for whatever reason, you were needing to hear that. You were just needing it. And I have found, you know, I tune into all the Goldilocks shows as well. And I have never failed to get a very profound message from every single show. Every show. Um, 
sometimes more than just one. And not necessarily, I don't necessarily mean a message from, from a, you know, a departed loved one. Love makes the world go round. Yes, it does, Devin. But, you know, a message in what someone may say. So, you know, change it up a little bit for yourself. You know, watch a couple other different shows. Get a different perspective, you know, on, on everything. You know, get a, you know, it's, each show has its own kind of energy. A lot of us are the same, you know, the viewers are the same. So, you know, a lot of you viewers tune in to all the shows. Um, but you will notice each show has its own vibe, which is so cool. You know, we're all talking about spirituality. We're all talking about love and light. We're all talking about growth and expansion and, you know, raising our vibration. But everything is done in a completely different way with a completely different feel and a completely different vibe. And it's so cool. So sometimes you may hear a message on one show and you're just like, yeah, okay, yeah, I, I, I understand that. And then you can almost hear word for word the same thing on another show and you're like, whoa, light bulb moment. It's like, you, because the reason for this is because you hear what you need to hear when you need to hear it. Somebody could be standing there telling you the same thing 15 times and it just straight over your head. And then maybe that 15th time, you know, you'd be like, oh, wow, I never heard that before. And I've experienced this many times myself. And, and, you know, it's kind of funny in a way because it's like, well, geez, wasn't I paying attention before? Well, sure you were. And you heard it, but you only heard it with your ears. You didn't feel it. It didn't resonate with you. And then all of a sudden it does because it's when you need to hear it. It's all about divine timing, right? Everything is in divine timing. Sarah says, ah, oh, you're amazing, Ruth. Well, thank you, Sarah. You're amazing, too. You are all amazing. And I'm so grateful that you guys, you know, show up here with me. And I'm really excited next week. Heidi's going to be here. And she's going to talk about her journey. And that's going to be a lot of fun. So, whew. so just remember, change is inevitable. It's not scary unless you, you know, you want to make it scary. Love how we all flow together. We do. We all flow together. Um, and if you want to see that, like, you know, in action, tune in on Saturday to the spiritual message circle. A lot of times, you know, the messages are just kind of flow and they'll be very similar. Sometimes the messages will be very different because it's different things that that person needs to hear but we all hear what we need to hear for our best and highest good and for our own you know spiritual evolution and it's it's really funny because like a lot of times when I, when I first started watching the shows and I would I would take notes like if I if somebody gave me a message and I'd write it down and I always got it right away it was always it was always a spot-on message but then since I wrote it down, you know, I'd go back like six months later and I'd read it and I'd be like, wow, and I would get it on an even deeper level because I have grown in that six months. So then it resonates with me so much more. And now it'll be the same for you. And that's why I mentioned in my books, especially the ABC books, that as you grow and, you know, evolve, you go back and read them again and do some of the questions again, 
you're going to get totally different answers because there's no right or wrong answers there. It's all, you know, based on how you are feeling and what you're going through. Um, Veronica says, always lovely to hear you speak. I appreciate you so much. Have a peaceful night, everyone. Well, thank you so much, Veronica. You have a wonderful, well, you have a wonderful day because it's daytime where you are. Um, but you have a great day. I hope it's wonderful and amazing, just like you. Well, it looks like we're out of time, guys. I want to thank everybody so much for being here. And I hope you will tune in next week for the Words of Wisdom segment. I'm really excited. And if anybody else would like to come on and tell their story, please message me. Please. I would really appreciate it. And also, um, just a little reminder about the testimonials. If you guys you know, feel so moved to do that, that would be amazing. And I will tell you that we all appreciate it. Um, thank you all so much for being here. I appreciate each and every one of you. I love you guys. I will see you next week. Good night. Share your appreciation to our show hosts by submitting a testimonial for your favorite Goldilocks Productions show. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.